Welcome to the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata, a coach for women who want to live their best life wherever they may be. If you want to hear real stories about people living life their way, and you want to learn about having more peace of mind and confidence, then this is the podcast for you. I hope you'll enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm Jane Nakata and I'm coming to you from my kitchen here in Sweden today. This has become my new recording studio and I had so many people commenting on what a great kitchen you have. So I thought, well, I'll just continue recording from here. So it may be a little echoey and my apologies for that, but um hey, (laughs) at least there's a nice background to look at. And as I maybe mentioned last week, it's a little quieter here in this part of the house. Um, Hopefully you won't hear too many trams roaring by um, as there's a tram line right outside my apartment. So I hope you are all well. And thank you so much to those people who... um, contacted me to say that they had listened to my first episode back after being um, off for so long for how long was it? Uh, Five months or something I didn't record for. And so many of you came back to, uh, came to say that you'd listened or watched and um, I really appreciate that you took the time to do that. And yeah, it means a lot. Thank you so much. So this week, uh, what are we talking about? Well, let's give you a little update what's happening here in Sweden. As I mentioned last time, my kids are back in school and here in Sweden, it is um, generally um, school as usual for most kids, unless you have any cold symptoms. In that case, you will be sent home or you should not come to school. But um, you know, if you have a sneeze or a sniffle or a cough, um, you'll be sent home, uh, so tell me anything, um, you're not allowed to go to school. And you must remain home for uh, 48 hours until, uh, so, af- so after your symptoms have disappeared, you must remain home for 48 hours. So a lot of kids are off school at the moment. Um, this week also, my son was sent home and he had just a tiny sniffle and we, he had to stay home for three days before he could get back to school. Um, but thankfully he's been back in school for two days now. So yeah, very thankful for that. So this is uh, what we're sort of struggling with here in Sweden is that you can go to school, but you can't be there if you have even the tiniest sort of um, little symptom that in previous years would have been totally a reason to go. Like you could have totally gone Uh, this year. You cannot. So um, yeah, that's something that is interesting. And we've noticing a lot of other students away from school and also a lot of teachers out of school because if they, this uh, relates to everyone, not just students, everyone must stay home, even if you have just a little tickly sore throat or something like that. Um, You can't go to work or school. And this is one way that they are um, attempting to keep, um, you know, pe- keep healthy people healthy and um, people who are not well to, to stay, stay home and stay away from others. So yeah, that's what's happening in Sweden. And we are getting into the full swing of the school year here. And 
So this week we've started swimming class and next week the kids are going to start ice skating. And this is all terribly exciting for us because um, we've never done ice skating school before. And um, I can ice skate a little bit. My daughter and son taught themselves how to do that last winter. So this winter they really want to become uh, good ice skaters and they're really excited to learn how to stop and turn and um, skate backwards and all those things. So yeah, we're really excited to make the most of what time we have here in Sweden and yeah, by doing some things that we couldn't necessarily do in Japan. I know skating is not uh, something that's so easily accessible there and or in New Zealand where I'm from either, unless you live near one of the two or three skating rinks there are in our whole country. So yeah, today, today the topic I would like to talk to you about is, and let me just bring up my notes while I'm talking so I don't forget anything. Um, where is it gone? Here it is. So um, today I would like to talk about, well, you know, I've been saying, you know, we're back to school and, um, you know, a lot of us can potentially get back to our normal, new normal lives a little bit at least. And so where does one start? Yeah, because it's been, for some of us, it's been a very long time and we may have drifted very far away from where we were before, where potentially where we want to be. And there can be a lot of discomfort around that, a lot of um, feeling um, like you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, feeling disappointed with yourself, definitely. I've felt all of these things in the last five months. Um, and part of it was that I hadn't even noticed just exactly how far I had drifted from um, what I know is to be the, my best, uh, best way of living, shall we say. So um, today, I would like to introduce to you or reintroduce to you and these um, ideas that it's just somewhere to start thinking about that may be a good place to uh, focus your attention on and will maybe take you one step back onto the path where you want to be walking, yeah? Instead of like being way over here on the, the mountainside or something, yeah? So uh, today I want to talk to you about, now the first concept is um, the concept of abs an abstainer versus a moderator, okay? So you may have heard these um, terms before and I'm very, very interested in um, this particular way of thinking about um, your personality. And this is not my original thoughts at all. This comes uh, from one of my favorite authors, Gretchen Rubin. You can check her out um, and all her books. If And I know a lot of people who listen already know this and are like, yes, Jane, I know this. I'm like, yes, we know this. But have you thought about it lately? Potentially not. Are you using these skills recently? Potentially not. So let's just revisit it. And for those who do not know, let me just explain it quickly. And maybe you might pick up something new in my explanation as well, if you already know about the abstainer and the moderator. So generally, <laughs> we can um, sort ourselves into one of these two categories, the abstainer versus the moderator. So the abstainer, I will admit that I am an abstainer. And that is someone who um, just finds it really easy to not to have none rather than some so and we'll give the example of chocolate right if you have if you're an abstainer and you can see a block of chocolate if you just don't go there 
you don't use that much willpower of this, you know, very small, finite amount of willpower that we actually have. But if you open the chocolate, if you have a bite, that's kind of all over Red Rover. Yeah. Like you want more and you will have to use a lot more of that very finite resource of, um, what did I say? Willpower. Yeah. Of willpower to stop yourself from having more. Yeah. So the abstainer really struggles to stop once they start because they're just really enjoying it. And I, I know <laughs> this because this is totally me. Yeah. The abstainer. And on the other side, we have the moderator and society loves the moderator. Soci the messages we get from society are generally all about moderation, everything in moderation. And particularly, particularly here in Sweden, that is, seems to be like the national motto, everything in moderation. So, um, you know, that's great. <laughs> You're a moderator. It's extremely easier, uh, easy to moderate yourself. So in the example of the chocolate, you have one bite. Well, that was nice. I'm good. As an abstainer, I cannot understand that at all. But if you are a moderator, it's, it's actually easier for you to just have one or two pieces and then you're done. Whereas to exert that um, effort to resist is what drains your willpower. Yeah. Oh no, I can have none. Yeah. Then your willpower is gone and then you end up binging anyway or something. But if you let yourself have a small amount, then you're good. Your enjoyment decreases, don't need any more. Yeah, I've had enough. And so, you know, your moderator is the perfect person to have like a candy jar on their desk because they're like, oh, I have a jelly bean and then I'm good. Or, you know, whereas the abstainer, no, it's going to be gone <laughs> because I can see it. And once I have a couple, then I will use all of my willpower trying to resist not having more all day long. And that's not going to end well. By the end of the day, the jar will be gone. So if you know that about yourself, and maybe you can see yourself in one of these profiles, maybe you, you're like, oh, well, and I'm, I'm talking generally, like you might be a, a bit different around something else. And let's leave alcohol to the side because alcohol, you know, affects you in a different way. Um, but particularly around, you know, food, um, you will notice if you are one of these types or another. Um, think about your favorite food. <laughs> Chocolate might be a bit more tricky, but generally you might notice yourself. So I'll give the example of, so I'm the abstainer in the family, whereas my husband is definitely a moderator. And I didn't even understand that moderators could exist until I met him because I didn't really know any moderators. I think my family is generally more an abstaining type of character, but he will open a bag of chips and he will have a few handfuls and then he will put them away. And the bag of chips has still got chips in it. And I thought this was amazing. Who, who on this earth cannot, doesn't finish a bag of chips that they open, but for him, that's, that's enough. He's had enough. And he doesn't eat chocolate. He doesn't eat any sweets. But if he did, I'm sure he would be like, oh, I had one piece. I'm good. I'll have another piece, you know, maybe tomorrow or whatever. That sort of way he does it. He's fine. You know, one beer, that's good. Yeah. Well, I'm like one glass of wine. I need all the glasses of wine. <laughs> so this is, so trying to be the, the thing that you're not is where you will run into problems. Yeah. So if you are an abstainer and you can see, yes, I'm an abstainer please do not try to be a moderator. I don't 
think that is a good use of your willpower. Yeah, it's better for you to have none than to have some. If you're a moderator, please do not try to abstain completely. You know, just like going cold turkey and things, maybe not the best for you because you're going to use up all those precious, um, all that precious willpower resource on on avoiding something where if you just had a little bit, it would be would have been fine. Yeah. And so when we run out of willpower, that's when that's we talked, you know, people talk about the, you know, the Mika Bozu in Japanese, in Japan, we have a, a, a we, <laughs> um, in Japan, there is a saying, Mika Bozu. So like three days, you use your willpower for three days to do something. And on the third day, you give up. Yeah. Or the two week diet, you're generally after two weeks, you've used up all your willpower and the diet just sort of seems to disappear. So this is why we cannot rely on willpower, but we can notice about ourselves and our, our um, character and work with that. Yeah. And don't feel bad because I know I spent a lot of years thinking, Oh my God, I'm so weak willed and I can't, you know, I, why do I always have to eat too much chocolate or whatever? But when I noticed this about myself, oh, I'm actually an abstainer and it's easy just to have none, then I made sure that there was none. And when there's none, then I have no problems, yeah? Whereas my husband, the um, moderator, would be, well, why are there no chips? I need some chips. I, need, I only need five chips, but I, I want my chips, you know? So <laughs> um, very, very different way of um, approaching things, yeah? And both are fine. Both are okay, and please choose the one that really works for you, and don't try to be the one you're not. So, how does this help me now? Well, potentially you have been perhaps overindulging in things. I'm just saying, I know I definitely have Netflix, chocolate, wine, whatever, um, during the last what is it five months now that I'm on, that I'm talking. It's been a pretty crazy time. We have turned to things to help us feel better. Yeah, things have become a habit. It's become a habit to have a certain amount of chocolate or, you know, a certain amount of hours of Netflix or whatever. So take a look at the thing that you know is, is potentially something that you would like to move back to the way it was before and say, well, what, is there one of these things I'm ignoring about myself that I could use to help get back a little bit slowly closer back to where I was before. So yeah, maybe apply the abstainer moderator to yourself again and say, am I, and I, am I not abstaining where I could? That would make me feel so much better. And that's the, the aim of all of this. It's not, you know, to get brownie points. It's to make you feel better in the long term. Yeah. So all of these things can help. Now, one more thing I'd like to introduce to you today, and that is the idea of the starter and the finisher. So this is another idea from Gretchen Rubin, and these kind of go together with the abstainer and the moderator, which is why I wanted to talk to you about them. So the starter is obviously someone who likes to start things. You probably are a starter or know someone who is one. They're always starting a new thing. There's always a half-finished project that's not quite done. There's five or six jars of jam in the fridge on the go, um, several kinds of shampoo in the shower. That's Those kinds of people tend to be a starter. They're great at starting things, not so great on the follow through. Now, the opposite is the finisher. And I am definitely a finisher. I know that. So when you put together the abstainer finisher, we 
we struggle to stop once we start and we must finish something. So we just really get a lot of satisfaction from finishing things. Whereas your starter gets a lot of satisfaction from starting things and eh, the finishing not so important. So the finisher will finish the block of chocolate. They will scrape out the last dregs of jam in the jar. They will squeeze out the last, you know, blobs of shampoo from the tube. They will finish the project. They will not start the project if they don't think they can finish the project. Yeah. This is how it works. So yeah, I am the sort of like perfect storm of the abstainer finisher. Yeah. I must finish things. And so it's better for me not to start something like a block of chocolate because I know I want to finish it. Yeah. So, but you know, now that I know that about myself, I can say, well, actually I would like to enjoy something. Maybe it's chocolate. Maybe it's, it's a, some food item or maybe it's a glass of wine, but I know I'm a finisher. So I know I will get a lot of satisfaction from finishing it. So in order to do that and not drain my willpower, let me buy a block of chocolate that's this big instead of this big. And so I can enjoy the chocolate. That's perfectly okay. And I get the satisfaction of finishing and I haven't eaten, you know, one kilo of chocolate. Yeah. So and I have not decreased my willpower in through any of this. Yeah. So perhaps you can apply this to your life. Like how are things going at the moment? And, you know, maybe you already know this, but it's really good to just stop and take a look and say, where have I ended up after these last five months of all of this stuff going on? Because I know I definitely sort of woke up and was like, wow, I'm over here where this is not where I thought I was. Yeah. Because we tend not to notice these things gradual shifts that happen and yeah one day you you may wake up and go oh that's not great anyway I don't feel good um or maybe you've noticed the, the creep of yeah not doing what you know you should be doing so take this um this way of looking at things and just have a look have a check say oh well maybe there is something I could do because I guarantee you if you try this you will start to feel good you will, even if you just tweak one little thing, oh, look at me having three cups of coffee. Maybe I should just have two. Or maybe it's one cup of coffee and, and, a, and a tea or something. Or, you know, let's replace that with water or whatever it is. Yeah. That's going to make you start feeling good. And when we start feeling good, then we can try to start to do other things that make us feel good. We want more of that. Yeah. So let's, yeah instead of the downward spiral, let's make it a, a slow return upwards. Yeah. So some of the things that I've done recently to get back to where I should be and that word, you know, that that's, that should is what is creating that sort of feeling of not, not stress, but discomfort. Yeah. I'm not doing what I should be doing. Yeah. Um, I'm not where I, where I should be. Yeah. <clears throat> some of the things I've been doing is, making myself a priority to go walking in the morning any way I can. If, I, if for some reason I can't go to the park and walk around the park after I've dropped my kids at school, I will at least walk home from school instead of jumping on the, the bus and, and taking the bus two stops. Yeah. I will walk the two stops. I will walk to pick them up, walking, 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 processing all that, like making it happen in my daily life. Um, if I cannot set the time aside for some reason, yeah, but I try to set the time aside and get that done first thing and then I can do other things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Abstaining. So yeah, I just 
don't have things in my house that I don't want to be involved with eating yeah, or drinking. Whereas that wasn't the case a few weeks ago. Yeah. White wine. Yeah. We always have white wine and somehow I always found myself drinking more than I should, than I wanted to necessarily. But now not there. It's not my fridge. We have other kinds of alcohol, but I'm not interested in those ones. So yeah, don't need them. So Netflix is another one. Yeah, Netflix has been been one of my friends over the last few months uh, when I have been able to get online to actually watch it. But it's a great way to, you know, to switch off. It's actually really calming to be sitting in front of the TV. It's kind of like a, a bit of a drug, isn't it? So, yeah, am I, is this really necessary for me to watch this or has it become a habit? Could I pick up a book instead? Maybe that would be, you know be able to get it to sleep a little bit more easily afterwards. So let me know if this has been useful to you. I would love to hear from you. Have you um, had a quick check and seen if you're working your abstainer, moderator, uh, finisher, starter, things in your life? Is, could it help you to do something, you know, to bring you a little bit back to where you would like to be? Um, because that's the difference between where we are and where we'd like to be that is causing that that feeling of discomfort yeah or frustration yeah so yeah please do get in touch with me i'm on instagram to say hi transformations at jane on instagram or you can flick me an email at jane at janenakata.com so last of all my one-to-one coaching is still open so we had a sick child here last week which meant that some of the time I wanted to spend on letting people know about that coaching got um, spent in a different way so I've decided to extend the deadline a little bit you can find out more about that on my website and that's janenakata.com coaching so I'll be working one-to-one -one with people over the long term because I feel that over the long term, then we will actually see the results that you are looking for, um, looking for ways to be more calm, more peaceful, more confident in your life so that you can go and do that thing that you've been thinking you'd love to, but you just couldn't quite do it by yourself. So if you would like some help with that, definitely go and check out my webpage, send me an email. We will have a quick chat and decide if this is for you, if I think we'd be a good fit and then we can get started because apparently september is the other january so yeah it's a great time to start if you're listening to this on a monday it's a great time to start mondays are a great time to start there's always a chance to start over you never to just don't wait too long to start over yeah lunchtime's a great time to start over yeah <laughs> so you know if you find just you think oh i've ruined the day i'm just ah oh, today's a write-off no it's not Let's just start over. One o'clock is a great time to start over. Two o'clock is a great time to start over. Okay, so that's all I have for you today. I've hoped you have enjoyed this episode and I will look forward to seeing you again in another two weeks, yeah, because we are bringing these episodes out every two weeks. And yeah, in the meantime, stay safe, take care, and thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.